versus shit on the table. All right. So we have a fun little interview that we did today. Yeah. Um, ran a little long, so we'll have to keep this part short-ish. But or you'll just get a really long extra extra long episode. How was your week, <laughs> Vanessa? Uh, I helped you for some of this week, too. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, that was a fun day. It was. It was. I was dying a bit, and then you yeah. came to my rescue, as always. And that was fun. We have uh, the dual AC now. Yeah, that was nice. Oh, my God. It's been, like, 68, even in triple digits. That's great. Oh, so fucking great. Yeah. Like... It was a pretty smooth day, except for mm-hmm. when we had to take a potty break, and that just seemed to drag on because we were just fucking around, but... Yeah. Yeah. It was still a fun day. Because we wanted coffee. Yeah. And so, it just dragged on. But it was good. I got a new client. I got another Bashan. So, I got rid of one show grooming Bashan and picked up another, and... I guess it's parent. Okay, so when I saw the dog, mm-hmm. I was like, "There's no way this was like a dog that came from two show dogs. Like, there's no way. It just had like a, a almost Maltese coat, yeah, and just like super heavy looking. Mm-hmm. But it fluffed out like it was like magic. Nice. It poofed out. That was the dog I sent you a picture of. Yeah, it was really cute. Yeah, if you, I should have taken a before picture because it. You would have been like, that's not the same dog at all. Yeah. It was completely different. So, but it came out nice. It's okay. I hit up uh, Blake to do some Bichon classes, so. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Our weekends didn't work, so he's going to hit me up when his dog is back into a Bichon look. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, but other than that, the AC has been, like, peachy. I love it. Can, you can't go back. There's no way. So, oh, and we have a new 50-amp plug in our house, so I can plug my trailer in. Yeah. So, but how was your week? It was okay. I had my first complaint at my new place, mm-hmm. and it was a bogus complaint. Yeah, I know. And we discussed it in the interview, but I yeah. will discuss it again. <laughs> so, I do free consultations, mm-hmm. and, I sh- man, this has been really heavy on my brain because I hate, I hate this lady already. But I do free consultations just so that way I can touch the dog, feel the dog, and, mm-hmm. and get everything out out there, price-wise, everything. Yeah. And so the, she didn't want a free consultation. Mind you, I work in a daycare facility. So she, the dog comes to daycare, and then I groom the dog. She did not want a consultation. She said, hair is hair, and anything could be fine. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, well, I'll just give her what I think is aesthetically pleasing. And so I did. And once the dog went home, she had a long list of complaints. Oh, my God. Um, And I saw the dog. It was beautiful. It was adorable. It was a really good dog, too. I would love to have kept the dog, but I don't want to keep the owner. Yeah. So, um... Anyway, she complained about the price. We are on the higher side, and we've explained that to her. Mm-hmm. And Which I don't think you charged enough. I don't think so, especially with that attitude. But, so, we did charge, I, you know, I charged her a fair price for the dog. Mm-hmm. I did what I felt was aesthetically pleasing and balancing on the dog. And she had the complaint that the dog looked too much like a poodle. It is a doodle mix. Like yeah. an Aussie do. Um, she complained that the head was too poofy and too big. Okay, that's an easy fix. Not a problem. That the face wasn't tapered. Like, she likes the muzzle really tapered. And 
when you're working with doodles, do you tend to make a more of a teddy bear look? Mm-hmm. It yeah. looks, you know. So I just, I try to balance out everything, what I think is is a good groom. And it yeah. did turn out to be a really good groom. I had multiple, um, like, requests from that picture from the oh, dog. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so she complained a bit. So then I fixed the haircut. I know. You butchered the haircut. You didn't so fix it. I you ruined it. I ruined the haircut. So she didn't like the tail, so I made it like a raccoon tail. Very straight tail. It's a puffy tail. Puffy curly tail. Mm-hmm. So I made it like a raccoon tail. It looked like a raccoon tail. I tapered the muzzle. I put some cold water on the head, texturized the head. Yeah. Cut it a little short. And um, I tapered the toes to be a little bit shorter and pointier rather than fluffy because I guess that is a poodle thing. Yeah. Yeah, you got to scrunch it or what I do with doodles is, unless it's that type, because that coat type is really hard to get that rustic look. Um, well, first of all, that dog curls up almost immediately after the groom. Yeah. So oh, okay. it's a curly coated, like it's yeah. her texture of coat is really curly. Yeah. So, so it fluffs up like a poodle. It fluffs up mm-hmm. when you blow dry a dog straight through and that's what I do. Yeah. So whatever, she can suck a cock. Yeah. <laughs> I told the apprentice and my boss is really cool. She actually wrote like a whole thing because we all have like emails, like intercompany email. And she was mm-hmm. like, just so you guys know, if there's rumors going around um, that Vanessa fucked up a haircut, they're fucking false. The dog looked beautiful. Celeste is a bitch. It wasn't in that word. Yeah. But basically she was like saying that like, this particular client is just over exaggerating she's just weird and that the groom looked beautiful and it was well received yeah and vanessa didn't do anything wrong yeah and everybody was very supportive of it which is weird to hear because when working for yourself you're kind of like well then she can never come back ever again that's fine but when you hear people like having your back that's kind of cool which i think it should be that way when you're working oh for sure and your employer should definitely yeah. have your back. Ooh, remind me. This just like came into my head. I have yeah. gossip for you. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, but anyways, because a groomer friend of ours dropped by today. so. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she told me some dudes. I can't say it on air. I wish I could, guys. Sorry. Okay, cool. Well, you're going to have to tell me the dates after we're done. Yeah. But otherwise, my week was like a super, I only work three days a week there, and then I work for myself. Yeah. Um, throughout my home. So I had a couple dogs for myself, and that was nice. Mm-hmm. And then I had one super hectic, crazy day. I got it done like a fucking G. And then I had a really relatively chill day. Very few dogs. All the dogs were really good. And it was just a nice day. It was just good to have a break. Even if I'm not grooming like seven or eight dogs, even if it's just three or four dogs, it yeah. was just... The people were awesome. It was just one of those days. Yeah. It was nice. I My week has kind of been like that. Just nothing really... I don't know. Nothing It's really. like the heat's killing us. COVID is killing us. At least we got the good week of good dogs. Yeah, exactly. You know? Exactly. Positive Educational Training is an affordable monthly subscription that helps groomers like us transform our business and take you and your business to the next level. How can you get to the next level? Easy. You can watch all previous workshops and have access to upcoming monthly workshops. 
As someone who has personally subscribed and purchased one of the offered grouped programs, I can honestly say I thoroughly enjoyed the fire it has lit under my ass. Go to our website and click on our sponsor tab to change your future. Is that even the, the uh, oh wait, okay, so the Bichon lady. She, okay, so I've been dealing with the husband. Okay. And I've been like anti-phones lately, so I haven't been. It's really been, hard. It's so right. hard. So he did everything online, um, did everything right. So he was chill. Yeah. But he's not home. And okay. so he left me with his wife and his wife was just kind of like, she was just super extra, like in your face type personality. Mm-hmm. And that's really not my kind of people. Yeah. So it threw me off. And okay. so like, I didn't get like too much from her and I didn't have her phone number and I tried to get her phone number and she started just like spitting the numbers at me. And I'm like, I don't have a phone. I'm literally holding a dog. Let me go grab my phone. And she's like, no. And then she just like sped off. So I'm like, okay, so I guess I'm just dealing with the husband and he's not home. Mm-hmm. I finished the dog at 1.20. She didn't come grab the dog from my trailer because it's a townhome complex. So I just park where I can and it happened to be really far from where they were living. It took her 30 minutes to come get this dog. Granted, I had finished the dog early, so they were still within their time frame to yeah. come pick up the dog. 30 minutes to come pick up this dog. I was frustrated. I was supposed to come home and clean the kitchen. But yeah, so she made me late to what I had planned to do. Yeah. And it was so fucking frustrating. So frustrating. Do you do like a charge for that? Or? Um, I usually do, but since they were still within the time frame, because mm-hmm. I finished early, I didn't. I still charged them. I charged, I finished early, but I still charged them for two hours of work. Yeah. And yeah, and so I need them to get used to that price. Yeah. So, because their the coat was still it still needs some growing to do. Yeah. And so the time is just gonna get longer. Yeah. You know, so it just is what it is. But having another Bichon, and then he was telling me, oh, I wanted in a Bichon cut prior to me seeing the dog, and I was like, oh, I bet it's like not even a real Bichon. And then I saw it, and I was like, oh, that Bashan has a weird coat. But then it came out, like, all magical. <laughs> and I have to say, it was actually, it wasn't perfect. But it was the first Bashan quote-unquote, show cut that I have done that I've done 100% on my own. Yeah. And because the other Bashan, she had a second groomer in California, which was her breeder, who she did com- competition grooms in. So basically, I was always just like following yeah following her guidelines yeah so he was like the first Bashan that I've done and you're putting it in a pattern put it in a pattern whether I did the pattern good enough or not I don't know it's still a pet he was really 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 happy with the groom and he booked again but I was pretty happy with it I was like oh okay I actually did like the eye setting I think pretty decently right Mm -hmm. and stuff like that so it got like that angry look I love the angry look. I just, like, I get terrified with the eyeliner. Like, that trips my shit out. I just do it. I know, but it's just, like, I don't get it close enough. Um, so, we had watched a video with Joshua Morales. He just, like, went and just, like, right over the eyes. And he's like, don't worry, they'll close their eyes. And do you remember that? (laughs) And, like, oh, my God, I puckered everything that could pucker. (laughs) And I don't do it that way. I do the top and then the bottom. 
because I just feel like it's safer that way for yeah. me. And he's like, yeah, you're fine. It's a reaction. They'll close the eyes. And, like, he was closing his eyes. But, like, me, my luck, I'm going to fucking rip that eyeball open. <laughs> so. I don't like eyeball shit. No, me neither. No. Because I have cut an eyelid before. I have too. And it's the scariest. And it just bleeds It everywhere. does. And it was kind of the owner's fault. I was shaving was the kind of my eyeball. scoop. It turned instantly into the clipper before I had a chance to move it. Ugh. And it just caught it right. And I just was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? So, but yeah, that was that. So, I'm like, if this wasn't a dog that I wanted to keep and continue to learn on, I would have fired them right then and there. Yeah. But I really liked the dog. He was cute, well-mannered, and I and expensive. <laughs> it's 190 bucks. Yeah. I'm keeping that thing. But yeah, other than that smooth sailing other than me dying for 2 days. Yeah, you're in rough shape. So, yeah, but we have stories. We have we're going to finish off the the stories that someone had sent us, they had sent us three stories. Yeah, so we're going to do story two and story three. Yeah, and then we'll just, after the stories, we'll just cut you off to the interview and let you enjoy that with Liz. Um, Liz, if you don't know who she is, she was famous for the Grayson story. Um, she will tell us the story. We'll kind of go with that and kind of gets off into a tangent so it, you can enjoy that part too yeah we should chat a lot yeah but yeah. i guess it's hashtag force drink it's so, so fucking funny yeah so there you go so vanessa will hit you off with some stories yeah we're on story number two one day my uh one day a co-worker of mine was checking a puppy for pu- puppy in for its first haircut 10 month old maltese looking thing matted to the skin my co-worker proceeds to tell her that the dog is severely matted and will have to be completely shaved this woman broke down in tears that's happened to me before too she was crying and freaking out that her dog would be ugly and that she didn't know what to do because she loved him fluffy and she couldn't have an ugly dog uh-huh my coworker tries to calmly explain to her that it's just this time and that once the dog is done we will show her how to properly brush so that when his hair started to grow back she will be able to maintain it better this woman stopped crying immediately and looked confused and said, What? What do you mean when it grows back? I have to cut his hair again? My coworker looked at her confused and simply said, Yes. He will require grooming every six to eight weeks, even shorter, in between if you want to keep him long and fluffy. This woman was shook that her dog would need to have haircuts throughout its entire life. <laughs> Not just one time. That has never happened to me before. What? Yes. She straight up thought once you get the dog cut once, it it's lasts gonna forever. Oh my god. Because <laughs> that's how hair grow like works. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I love wow. it. So. Honey. Honey. Wow. 
Okay, story number three. I was bathing a German Shepherd when I was a bather. He was acting a little strange, so I kept a slip lead on him while bathing in case he got out of the grooming loop and was attached to the wall. Or a grooming loop that was attached to the wall. Well, it was a good good and bad thing I did that. When I was a bather, I worked at PetSmart, and we had the hydro search machine mounted to the wall for shampoo and conditioning distribution. Well, this dog, all of a sudden, halfway through his bath, just lost it. He started panicking, and I was trying to calm him down by speaking softly to him, telling him he was fine, and, that's, and that didn't work. He jumped up, pulled the entire hydro surge machine off the wall, broke the loop off the wall, and proceeded to book it out of the bathing area, with me still holding on to his slip lead and the hose, which was still spouting water and shampoo. Jesus. Well, he caught me slightly off guard, and he dragged me and knocked me down. I landed in a pile of water face down with the hose still going. I stood up quickly, turned off the water, just in time for my coworker at the time to come back and see the absolute carnage. I was completely soaked from head to toe. The noose was ripped off the wall and the hydro surge was on the ground. Needless to say, that dog was sent home wet and not allowed to come back to the salon. I hope this gave you a laugh. Wow. That's awful. Poor you. Because that sounds like... The worst day ever. Jesus. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Um, all right. We out. Yeah. All right. So we have the wonderful Liz here. Um, she kind of had like a five seconds of fame, if you really want to call it that. She was, she's kind of famous in the grooming world online of this hilarious story about Grayson. Um, I did not read this story. I know you sent it to us, but I said, fuck it. I, we might as well just have her come on here and just like <laughs> it's say a lot it in read. real life. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot. There's what, over 2,000 comments on the thread? Yeah, something like that. Like my phone just stopped loading the comments. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't even like read them all. So I was like, I don't even really know what's going on. So... <laughs> You know, <laughs> and it was it was basically just the internet did its thing and took something and ran with it. Yeah, and there, were did their thing. there were literally like T-shirts and mm-hmm. like stickers and like all kinds of fucking things made, and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, it, it surprised the hell out of me too. Like I I went to sleep, I posted it, and I woke up the next morning, and there was over 500 comments. And then it just kept spiraling down from there. And still to this day, this was 2015, I believe. Yeah, somewhere around there. Um, and still since then, I get tagged in stuff. And I, every once in a while, at least probably twice a year, three times a year since then. Yeah. Well, we had posted um, in a couple groups. I think the one that someone tagged you in was the groomers continue education group on Facebook. Oh yeah. Okay. That wasn't the main one, but yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Someone tagged me and she was like, Oh my God, the Grayson story. And I'm like, I've never heard of this. What's the Grayson story? This is the story that she's going to be telling us. Not yet. (laughs) We got to build suspense. We got to keep them listening before they're like, ah, um so yeah someone tagged me in it and i couldn't find the story i'm just that dense and apparently the 
the story was like hidden in like a whole bunch of comments and like my phone just like wasn't loading all well, yeah i mean i mean we don't want to make it public because i don't want the the client to see so we no, kind of no, like it to hide it a little bit <laughs> it, it's kind of one of those things you got to dig for yeah and my phone just was not allowing me to dig whatsoever so i said fuck it and i'm like let's <laughs> just have this bitch up on here and we'll talk about it so hey. why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into it how long have you been grooming like how'd you get into it so um i've been grooming about 16 years 17 years um I started at a corporate place, uh, Petco, mm-hmm. um, and I branched off from there and went to a vet's office, which is where Grayson started. Um, but I was my own my own entity. I, like I rented the space, and I've rented the space there for probably I think it's been thirteen years now, um, and it's been it's been nice it's been decent like it's it's built-in clientele i don't have to advertise yeah that's nice that's really awesome you're your own boss you know that comes with its perks it comes with its stressors there's a little a little caveat um for there's a little asterisk i was there for 12 years but um for two years i went to mobile grooming which one of y'all does right me I I went to mobile grooming to check it out. I really like mobile grooming, like, but working for someone else just wasn't my style. No, Mm -mm. it wasn't wasn't the same. I could, I could work at my own pace and be done in five or six hours as opposed to working mobile for somebody else and making the same money and working 12 hours. See, okay, well, first off, that person's not doing it right. (laughs) I mean, between me leaving my house and then going to pick up the truck and then going to my first first appointment was an hour and a half. Oh, okay. And then at the end of the day, finishing my last appointment, going to drop off my paperwork and and money and everything, and then filling the truck and dropping it back off at storage was another hour and a half. So that hour added three hours to every day. Yeah. 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 So and I'm about still, halfway done with my myself day. Myself right. Yeah. Ooh, mobile's the way to go, though. But it seems like you have a really good thing going. I agree. So mobile's that's awesome. all that matters. So I took I took the the mobile um the pluses of mobile, like being one on one and showing up at your house and doing that one dog at a time. And then I applied it to my grooming salon and just raised the price a little bit. Yeah, that's so nice. the average price around here is uh, probably about sixty bucks for a small dog, and I get sixty-five to seventy-five. So not too much more, but enough to where I can only do one dog. I only do one dog at a time, and I'm still making more than what I would. That's average that's for salons. Yes, exactly. Wow! Holy shit! Vegas needs to up their salon prices. <laughs> I mean, Petco and PetSmart are probably around fifty bucks, but. Normal salons are around 55, 60 bucks, and I charge yeah. 65 to 70 for a small dog. Wow. There you go. Hustling. Right. I love it. Hey, but I get them in and out in 45 minutes and they're done. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's up. That's an easy hour right there. <laughs> wow. Exactly. Hmm. So it made more sense for me to go back to do my own thing than work mobile and be there all day. I love mobile, though. Yeah. I loved it. I mean, it's some people love it, some people don't. I mean, you're out there in the world, and literally anything could go wrong. You guys are in Vegas. It's a hundred, hundred degrees outside. It's a hundred degrees here too. So I, I understand the heat. 
Well, it's a different heat. I was in Florida. We were in Miami and I got off the plane. And I was like, holy fucking shit. The humidity. Mm-hmm. And my hair was yep. huge the whole time. Yep. And like, I was like, I'll take dry heat any day. Yeah. Any day. Cause that's how it is here. It just, I've only been to Vegas once, so I can't really complain. I mean, I can't really compare. Oh, it's, it's delightful. Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I feel like we got off. Um, so really quick, I, something that popped into my head. What has this whole story done for you? Like, have you, um, it's embarrassed the hell out of me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, I, I went to Hershey and and got recognized, and then I go to uh, Fun in the Sun, which is our local one, and I get recognized, and it's it, it's embarrassing as hell. But what I mean, the internet really did what it did. Like it just took something and ran with it. I had no control over it. Yeah, that's awesome. Why is yeah. it embarrassing? Why what? Why is it embarrassing? I, I don't know just to get recognized places where you where you don't you don't expect to like I didn't expect to know anybody in Hershey yeah but that's people come up and say, hey you're Liz um, yeah I'm Liz I, I I didn't I just didn't expect it that's awesome that's really yeah, cool it was it was really cool it, it, it was very humbling experience yeah do you have a t-shirt I do not <laughs> I started to order it, but when I ordered it, it was after everybody else did, and I needed like another ten or fifteen shirts to be ordered before I can get mine, and it didn't happen. Aw, bummer. No, but I got pictures with people with their shirts, so I mean, it's kind of the same thing. That's even better. That's yeah, even better. it was fun. It was fun, and it got me like uh, a little. I was waiting in line for uh, to buy some stuff, and there was probably 15 people in front of me. And I look at the front, and there's two people standing there, like whispering under their, like to each other. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh fuck, they 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 recognize me. And then I get the girl that's checking out, and she's like, come up here, come up here. And I got to skip the whole line. It was fucking awesome. Oh, but ooh, you know, that's the only perk out of guy I got out of it. <laughs> it was fun though. It was very fun. That's awesome. We're all about perks. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> so why, do you have any questions, V? No, I'm just waiting for the story. I've never heard okay. this story. I think oh, it's time. Okay. Let's time. So I, can, I can go ahead and say it? Yeah, you can go ahead and do the story. Let's do it. All right, so the, the post that is online is not the original post, but it's the second post, actually, because the first post... I accidentally left the client information in, so I had to delete it and yeah. repost it. Um, so when I reposted it, uh, it's basically the note that the owner left for me. I groomed this dog probably three times beforehand, and everything was fine. And the owner is a little neurotic. Like, she prints out directions, and the directions are in just different color fonts and there's lots of pictures that go with it and different size font it's not just like all regular type it it was it was just a little crazy to begin with so she took her time she definitely took her time (laughs) and um i thought i followed all her directions 
I groomed the dog and I gave the dog back. And the next day she called and said that her neighbor stopped her on the way into her house after she picked up the dog from grooming and asked, oh my gosh, what happened to Grayson? What do you mean what happened to Grayson? He got, he just got groomed. And they were like, oh my gosh, no. He looks like something happened to him. Like there was something bad, traumatic that happened to him. Oh my God. And he called me. And I posted online like the before and after pictures. Literally, it's just a regular before and after picture. Mm-hmm. Nothing special. And she called me the next day, posted the I posted the um the note she left me. She she hand wrote a note and said, Hey, call me. I brush him all the time. Why is he so short? He wasn't short. Like I think I did like an O comb on him. Oh, like, no, he, wow. he really wasn't short. Yeah. yeah. So she she <laughs> called the next day. I I waited till the end of the day to call her back because I knew it was going to be a long conversation. Mm-hmm. And I call her back and she went on and on and on about how the neighbors thought he looked horrible and that something traumatic happened to him. And I'm like, well, why do you think that? And she didn't really have an answer for me. She just kept asking me if I had the right equipment. How come I didn't? um layer his ears and I said no that's not really a thing like we don't yeah. layer we don't we, we're, we're not the same as like hairdressers mm-hmm. yeah. and she asked me if I needed uh if she need if I had the right equipment could she buy me the right equipment to do it Ooh. <laughs> she, she was off her freaking rocker like I don't I don't I don't I, I can't really explain how crazy this lady is <laughs> oh my God. and she just kept going on and on about how she didn't understand why I didn't understand what she wanted I'm like look I, I it happens I maybe yeah. I don't understand what you wanted like maybe I'm just not the right groomer for you yeah no 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 if if you don't have the right equipment I'll buy you the right equipment and I'm like no I've, I've I've been grooming about 15 years now 14 years now pretty sure I know what I'm doing yeah she just wouldn't she wouldn't take no for an answer so I posted all that her email the conversation and everything online and the internet does what it does was there (laughs) was there something in it that like I don't know I thought I saw something like you made him gay or yes yes she said she said when the when she got home and she took the dog out the car the neighbor came running over and asked, what happened to Grayson? Was he injured? No. Oh, well, he looks a little gay. Oh. Not really sure what she meant by that, but I just kept it moving. <laughs> and I just kept it moving. Like, I, I, I didn't really know how to explain that. No. There was something about, like, you making him drink his own urine. No, 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 no. I had to force drink him. One of one of the notes oh. that she left me was that when he is away from mom, he doesn't drink or eat. All right, cool. Okay. So that happens. Right, exactly. So she wanted us to force drink him. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what do you mean force drink? And she's like, you know, like pour water into his mouth. I'm like, um, you want she me to water waterboard? Your dog? Yeah, <laughs> you want me to waterboard your dog? <laughs> no, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not waterboarding your dog. But all right, 
But and she and she left that for um for anything she had done at the animal hospital. So if the dog was having a um his teeth cleaned or was having his uh vaccinations or anything like that, she left a note that said, Please force drink Grayson. Please waterboard my dog every yes. time it's Please here. waterboard my dog as much <laughs> as you can. Yeah. This lady is fucking nuts. Mm-hmm. Here's the kicker. She used to be a uh she used to be a homicide detective for a county down here in South Florida. Wow. So, so yeah, this crazy lady was investigating your grandmother's death. Wow. <laughs> she probably had extensive notes in various colors. Seriously, and different font. Like, it's different be font. Yeah. yeah. That's probably where she got her organization from. Right. <laughs> it was, wow. I mean... She she continued to use the animal hospital after I I cut her off after that. I was like, yeah, you know, I'm not the groomer for you. And I sent her away. And she she ended up going to um, a friend of mine that works at PetSmart. Mm -hmm. They had not quite as a a fun um, experience (laughs) as I did. Um, They they just dealt with it and kept it moving because it's corporate and there's nothing you can really do. So he still goes to PetSmart, but he still comes to us for baths and his vaccines. I don't do the baths at the the animal hospital. The the kennel does. Mm -hmm. And she recently claimed that the shampoo that the, um, the kennel staff was using was lightening his gray. But so you what? Yeah, exactly. Okay. That's not. That's not. That's not, <laughs> that's not the thing. That's not how that works. Yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the next uh, chapter, I guess you could say. <laughs> lightening of the gray. Oh yes, goodness. the shampoo lightened his gray. Mm. So you mean it's getting clean? <laughs> 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 so they're cleaning your dog properly. Okay. It was that big of a deal until I posted it on um, one of the grooming forums and they ran with it. When they ran with it is when, like, I went to sleep. I posted something about, um, I, well, I posted the, uh, the, the note she left me about calling her. And then the next day I woke up and it was 500 comments. Wow. So the internet did its thing. Like they yeah. took off with it and they ran with it. They made t-shirts, like you said. They made memes. There's like 900 different memes on this freaking post. Yeah, no, like... The Grayson memes? Yes, Grayson memes. Um, anything from... Uh, most of them were about force drinking him. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. Yeah. That's why I was like so confused because in the note that she they had left for you to call her... It didn't say anything about force drinking, but I'm thinking the force drinking was probably in the original note that had all the different fonts and stuff that I didn't get to see because my phone was like, no, you don't get to see anymore. (laughs) So I was like, where does this force drinking come into play? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, her her big thing was to force drink him and make sure he drinks because he's going to get dehydrated. 
in the three hours he might be in my salon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'll get dehydrated and die, unfortunately. <laughs> three hours. Yeah. That's not how that works. But yeah, the internet really did its thing. Like, I didn't expect it to blow up. Like, I just literally woke up the next day and there was 500 comments. And then I woke up the next day and it was another 500 comments. And then I woke up the next day and there was t-shirts made. Like, it, it, it took off more than I ever thought it would have. That's hilarious. That's hey. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and now you're being... Huh? It is what it is and it was fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. I love getting tagged in it every once in a while, so. Yeah. Well, did you think the tag would ever lead you to getting interviewed? Never. <laughs> nope, never. <laughs> like, I got, I got that little 15 minutes of fame, and I was like, all right, cool. This is fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. Never thought I would end up on a podcast with you two. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, you got tagged <laughs> to the right person. <laughs> and I was like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I'm not gonna read it. Let's just have her up here. Everybody was like, they want a live rendition of the story, and I was like, all Seriously. right, we could be those people. <laughs> definitely, definitely. That's awesome. Well, that's cool. Well, thank you so much for coming on. I got questions for you guys. Oh yeah, sure. What's up? We got answers. So- <laughs> which, one you, um, which one of you just started working you work mobile right uh yeah Vanessa. yeah you okay <laughs> you work mobile uh-huh. um but you have a trailer right yeah how do you like the trailer versus the regular truck have you worked I, in a before? um i've worked in a van before mm-hmm. um i didn't like it i mean and okay i'm sure if it was done right i would have liked it i worked in a shit-tastic van um, was it like a homemade van? It wasn't like wagon tails or anything yeah, like that? Yeah, it was homemade. It was a DIY. Which, my trailer is a DIY. So I have nothing against doing it yourself. Um, but my trailer is so spacious. It's literally like working in like a little studio. It's a 6 by 12. And I think what the little nook that I'm working in is about 6 by 10. And so I can fit a Great Dane and a golden retriever in at the same time and still have room to move and hauling i had never hauled a day in my life until i purchased this trailer ah see that was my thing i was scared of hauling a trailer yeah well you get over it really quickly when you have money (laughs) depends on it (laughs) and now i'm i give myself boners all the time i'm like yeah (laughs) i just fucking back that shit up and like reversing and backing up into areas is like my favorite thing to do now because it's a total turn on, at least for myself. <laughs> so, but it, I mean, like, it would be for me too. Yeah, right? Like if a chick could drive, hell yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> I can't drive without the trailer. Okay. <laughs> so when I have the trailer hooked up, I'm a pretty good driver, but without the trailer, yeah, you have to sign like a death waiver in my car. <laughs> but so, all right. So you just started working at a doggy daycare, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yeah. No, you should smile. Like, I know. It's, it's a good, it's a good thing, right? It's, it's well, well, we're out, still, right? Because she's never had grooming there before at the doggy daycare. It's like a new service that they're opening up, so they're like more of a one-stop mm-hmm. shop. So we're trying to figure out all of like everything um 
brand new. And I'm like not trying to like do more than what I'm paid for, to be honest. So it's like hard. You're working for somebody, but I also don't want to like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to like do more like because I know more. I don't want to do more if I'm not going to get paid to do it. Yeah. And I just had a weird, I just had like my first complaint at this place, just like um, a similar situation, but there was no instructions really. So I had my first complaint this past week and the dog looked fabulous. And the owner is like really big into marketing. So she's posting the pictures everywhere. But the lady basically complained about the price, the haircut, everything. And I fixed the haircut. Um, but she was just a crazy lady. So like, I'm going to get rid of her. Sounds <laughs> so, like rocks. Yeah. Cause the picture that she, she, I do free consultations. Um, and I do like free consultations. So that way I get a feel for the dog. And because we are higher prices than a lot of other places, I make sure that they know the price that they're going to get themselves into. Who are you? Huh? Nah, I said we're boring you, you're yawning. Oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yawning is also a lack of oxygen to the brain. So. Yeah. All right, all right, if you say so. I'll, I'll roll with it, go ahead. <laughs> so I do, these, I do these consultations all the time because I'm like, okay, well, you know, I do hourly pricing. This is how long it's going to take your dog. This is the products that we use. And I want to make sure that the dog gets along with me. Cause I also do a lot of old and geriatric dogs and I want to, and we're not in a vet facility. I just want to make sure that they know like things can happen and this is what I can do. And this is what can, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I do these free consultations. So they had this one chick who comes in all the time with her dog. Right. And she drops off her dog, her dog plays for daycare, like all day long, like two to three times a week. And she refuses to get like a membership and the membership gives them like a little bit of a discount, which is like, six dollars off the an hourly groom but her dog's a medium-sized doodle mix takes me an hour and a half to do the dog straight through and she's like she didn't want to give me any instructions we didn't get any consultation she just said hair is hair we told her it could take an hour to an hour and a half i was familiar with the dog, but I never put my hands on the dog. I never touched the dog. I never, you know, really got up close to the dog. So it's not a small dog. It's a medium sized doodle mix. And so I do. And then she told me, or she told my apprentice that, um, go find on social media, a picture of what she likes. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Why did she just send me a picture? We have a cell phone for our business. Like we have a cell phone. They can send pictures. And she's like, oh, well, just go get what, uh, like another manager there. Go look at her phone. So I looked at her phone and it was, it wasn't a very, it wasn't a haircut that I would generally gear towards doing because it had a very tapered muzzle. It looked like she was maybe shaved head to toe and it was grown out. You know, so it wasn't my aesthetic. That is why we have these consultations. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to give her a better groom than what I saw in the picture per my aesthetic. So I did this really beautiful groom. It's on the internet. Everybody loves it. And she just basically was like, the head looks like a poodle. Of course. The head looks like the poodle. The feet look like a poodle. You doodled. She doesn't like the tail. 
the butt was too long. And I'm like, I just shaved the butthole, you know, like you didn't ask for a doggy zillion. All right. So this, she basically complained, complained about the price, blah, 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 blah. It was like $90. And I was just like, yeah, it was, it was, it's a relatively decent price. I do $60 an hour and an hour and a half is $90. So it wasn't that bad. And she, you know, and the, the dog gets like the bougiest shampoos and conditioners and everything is all included. So she's just being a whore. And, um, <laughs> I saw the dog the next day. I fixed the haircut per her aesthetic that she didn't specify in the beginning that she was just like, Oh, look at this picture of a really bad haircut and give me that. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. So then I tapered the muzzle, put some cold water on the head, and I made her tail look like a raccoon. Like, I just straightened the tail. And I gave her a dogzillion. And I didn't understand the feet, because I didn't shave the feet like a poodle feet. And I was like, what do you mean? It looks like a poodle's feet. I don't understand that. So I just tapered the feet a little bit more, so they looked less fluffy. The chick was nuts, so... I'm not going to have her again. I fixed the haircut. She's satisfied, but she can't come Sounds back. Sounds like you destroyed a haircut, not <laughs> a haircut. I did. I did. And I didn't even take pictures of the, the fixed haircut because I was like, no, the original is, is fucking beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, she can suck a cock. And she took the hair feather out, my accessory. <gasps> she took the feather out? Yeah. I bougied up this dog. Damn. I have so many That's doodle clients. Right? I, <laughs> I have never had this many doodle clients in my life. I'm not a doodle lady. I've never been a doodle lady, but all of a sudden I do one doodle and yep, you're the doodle master. Yep. I'm now the doodle master. So, but I forget that doodle lit people are fucking crazy. That Why? I, Why you know are what? they the worst? Why are they the worst? Why are they the worst? Because Why? they, they tell because you all the time, don't look like a doodle. But why? Why specifically are doodle owners fucking nuts? Because they're born that way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know what? It's just, why, okay, why is so, there a specific personality that owns a doodle and they all act the fucking same? They're all I Karen. Like, I, I feel like oh, no. Oh, Karen. oh no, you I, know what I mean? They're all Karens. Yeah. Well, Thank I you. Would say, I would say a large percentage are, but yeah, no, I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't Out know. Out of the 20-some doodles I do, maybe two are okay. Yeah. Maybe, maybe and None two. of them, none of mine are okay. I have a really <laughs> expensive doodle client lady, and she's sweet as pie, but she's very specific. She literally wrote a review uh, it was a positive review, but it was like step by step of how or why I got it right. Of why I got it right. <laughs> I mean, and I it was like, work? what? And I was like, why is that so? Why did it need to be that extensive? And then, so like now with my doodle clients, I ask them, like, I blow dry the dog straight through. They're going to look fluffy. Do you want me to texturize the hair? And then they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, because I get, and I, I seriously like, I liked throwing like passive aggressive comments at doodle people i'm like i just get a lot of doodle people that ask for my dog not to look like a poodle so this is what i do do you want me to do that for you because i kind of want to sh throw some shade that way so that we're, they're like no you can do whatever you want 
Yeah, no, they're the worst. I have two doodle owners and they're both really chill. They let me kind of do whatever, but. How did you end up with only two? Like, I'm, I'm, I'm curious, like, how did you not get 12? Because I say no, I don't groom those dogs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, nice. Yeah, she, that, gives, that, she gives out happy prices. I give out happy prices and people don't want to pay them. The one doodle that I do, she's large and she's like $189. And her price is about to go up. $190 for mobile. Woo! That's yeah. good. And she's every two weeks. So she... $190 every two weeks? No, she gets a bath for um, two um, two sessions and then a haircut. So once a month. And then so bath, bath, haircut. Yeah, gotcha. mm-hmm. exactly. Nah, charge the same thing the whole time. Fuck it. <laughs> well, I but charge an is. hourly price. So <laughs> her bath it only takes me an hour. <laughs> all right, all right. You know, I don't want to be too scammy, but so I know. I thought that was funny. Like one groomer was like, "How do you do hourly and not like take advantage of it?" I'm like, "Don't be a dick." Yeah. For real. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, if you I'm think it's fast, like I, I can get a small dog done in 45 minutes. I can get a doodle done in about an hour and a half. You know, I try not to be an asshole with my prices. Your prices are fair. They're up yeah. because but you're popular. But at the same time, like um, I, doodles suck. Yeah, you also <laughs> need, everybody needs to eat, man. Everybody needs For to real. eat, so. Yeah. No, but like some dogs take me 45 minutes, but I still charge for the hour. My hour is yeah, minimum. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I charge for the hour, but, but you know, like doodles will take me at least an hour and a half. Wow. I wish I had your speed. I'm, I'm pretty fast. fast. I'm pretty fast. I, I, I'll give myself that. I, like, I don't toot my horn too much, but I'm pretty fast. Yeah. But an hour and a half, and, and I, still, I still don't want to do them. I like I, <laughs> I don't I don't want to do them. My, my and like you said, it's not the dog; it's the owner. I don't yeah. want to deal with the owner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. All my doodles are all the doodles have the sweetest personalities that I have right now. Yes. They're like Ooh. they're really good. They're sweet as pie, but it's Chris, just the owner. The time it takes to do them, the amount of work it takes to do them, and the owners that are behind them. The it's not even the time it takes to do them. It's the time it takes to talk to the client. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, Liz, Vanessa's highly allergic to a lot of different breeds. <laughs> and I'm allergic to Sharpays and Akita, so I won't do them. I'm um, not really allergic to them. I just no, no, no. But she's allergic. I'm allergic. What breeds, what breeds do you tend to be more allergic to? I'm not allergic to anything but cats. Oh, honey, no. <laughs> Like dogs that you won't do. When a the client dog calls, you don't do like I'm, dog feeds, and you're like, no, I'm good. I uh, doodles. Like doodles. I, I try to shy away from them, but it doesn't work. Like I, I, I really try to be like, no, your dog weighs 80 pounds. I'm gonna charge you 120 bucks, and they're like, okay, sure, no problem. And I'm like, no, wait, no, I'm trying to like outprice you so you don't come in. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't work. Like I don't want to. I don't want to groom doodles. Your new price is four hundred dollars now. 
Seriously, like I, it doesn't matter how high I make it, they still want to come in. It's because yeah. they've been turned away by everybody else. Exactly. <laughs> I, work vet, I work out of a vet's office, so I do get, you know, the ones that nobody else wants. Yeah. I am one of those people. Oh, I can't groom your dog. You need to go to a groomer who's inside of a vet office. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Right? She's giving me the finger. <laughs> I do the same damn thing. I'm like, no. Thank you or thank you. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, it, and, and to clarify some things, like, it's kind of a myth that I only get shave downs because I work at a vet's office. Like, I get, I get all kinds of dogs. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I get a, a lot of shit saying, like, oh, yeah, we send you all the bad dogs. We send you all the matted dogs. We send you all the, the problem childs. And, yeah, I do get a lot of the problem childs, but I do get some nice dogs that I can actually, you know, keep some coat on and get them in every two weeks and get them in as regular clients and actually have a decent groom. Yeah. My my good friend, my good friend uh, worked at a vet's office down here in Vegas and she loved it because she loved the whole half of the day was the shave down sedated dogs. She was like, it's fucking easy money. And then she had her like dogs that she did beautiful haircuts on and they came because they saw that there was grooming. Yep. at the vet and they're like well might as well let's check it out and so they came by and it gives people you know it, it does give some neurotic people a sense of um comfort to have their dogs groomed i mean it by a vet me, or at a vet it gives me comfort to know that the senior dogs that i work on god oh, yeah forbid anything should happen i'm two steps away from a doctor yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that's gotta be real comforting it makes it I, I I also work um, mobile part-time. Yeah. So I own my own business, and then two days a week I work mobile for uh, Monica's Mobile Grooming. And she'll send me to the the dogs that need more a little bit a little bit more attention because I do mm-hmm. work in the vet's office. I do, do know a little bit more than, like, most groomers Probably. as far as – health wise you know yeah so he'll send me to those dogs and it it does i'm still a little nervous when i go to see a senior dog mobile as opposed to seeing a senior dog at the vet's office and it's it's very comforting to be able to know that there's a a vet somebody that knows more than me three steps away yeah 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 doing senior dogs is so high anxiety for me because i'm like in this little box and mm-hmm. I, yeah yeah you know and there's no rushing like if Vanessa were to have a senior go into something she could just run to her car and she could rush off to the vet me yeah. I don't know where the closest vet is because I live in a big city and then I can't drive hella fast because I got a trailer you know pitched <laughs> yeah. to me yeah. So it's like a little bit more extra, but mobile, you know, I guess like if you're in a van, it would be a lot easier to do a senior in a rush if you needed to go somewhere. But I, 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 I don't know. I don't think I would like, I don't do, I do, I do, I do seniors. And I do like, um, I do dogs that are on their way out, but it's, it's more or less like the owners are very clear that they know that their dogs. Die 
their dogs are just going to die anyway. And it's just, they want to do something comfortable for them. So the dog's a little bit more comfortable. Like they get that. That's as far as it goes. But if it's like a dog that has like health ailments and I, I do, I send them to, Oh, you got to find a groomer at the vet's office. Like, and they're like, well, they'll just sedate the dog. I'm like, no, not necessarily. It's just that they can take care of your dog in multiple ways that we cannot. Yeah. There's someone on staff that can, you know, help revitalize your dog. If anything happens. That's my my biggest fear about going mobile myself is, is having a a health concern and having to run somewhere. Yeah. I'm CPR certified and I don't ever want to use it. Yeah. I have not. Yep. Exactly. Mm -hmm. I've not come, I haven't faced that yet, but I also don't do seniors. I do know a lot of groomers, mobile groomers who do do seniors, but like my biggest fear is a dog dying. So I just don't even push that limit. Um, And and that happens. Like people don't realize that that does happen and it's not necessarily anybody's fault. It's just. They're old, you know, grooming is stressful. As much as we try and like, make it unstressful for them. It's still, you know, they're still scared. They're away from mommy or daddy or whomever. And so it's still scary, but I don't know, being mobile and having that situation, I just try to avoid it. (laughs) Do you have like your own personal name for your little business outside of the, uh, of the vet's office or is it just that's office. Well, no, um, it's Liz's Lakeside Grooming, which is where, which is my brick and mortar place. Uh, the, the section that I rent out of the, uh, grooming office. And then I work, um, mobile for a friend of mine. Um, she needs help. So I feel it. Yeah. And, and, and I like it. Like I I like being mobile. Like it's pretty fun. Mm -hmm. Like to be out on the road every day and, Yeah, you see different shit, and it's not the same four walls. Yeah. So you're getting. But I do tell her like every time I come across a dog that I think needs to be sent to a vet's office, like, hey, send them to me. They can come. They can come to me. It's up to you whether you want me to keep coming to this house or you want me to stress this dog out in mobile. Yeah. You know, you don't want me to do that. You want me to you want me to take care of the dog and and it works out pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. What's up? That's really cool. Do you find do you think you'll ever own mobile or go mobile? Uh I've I've been contemplating moving from where I'm at. So I'm in South Florida and I've been contemplating moving to Central Florida. If I move to Central Florida, I want to be mobile. And I want to own my own mobile and and not work for somebody else. Because the difference between owning your own mobile and working for someone yeah. is yes. different. Oh. Not necessarily money-wise, but time-wise. And not just that. Like, it that pertains to even being brick and mortar. Yeah, that's true. true. I don't true. ever want to work for anybody else. Ever again. No, I, yeah, definitely. Don't ever want to work for anybody else. But I mean, I, I, I like working for where I work. Like I, I work, I work six days a week. I work five days at my shop and then I work one day mobile. Fuck no. Just because I like it and yeah. it's good money. And, you got hustle though. Yeah, exactly. So 
that one day a week that I work mobile, I'll probably leave my house at seven in the morning to get to the truck by eight, to get to the first appointment by nine, to drop the truck off after my last appointment at five and clean it and fill it and all that other shit to be home by like seven. So I'm gone for a good 12 hours. Whereas it, my brick and mortar, mortar place, I'm gone maybe eight hours. Is yeah. That? Why can't you store the truck, the truck in front of your home? It's not my business. It's somebody else's business. Yeah. She won't allow you to. Yeah. She, she pays for a place to, to board it. Yeah. Mm, okay. Because the place I used to work at, they let me park in front of my home. As long that might be was, a little different. Yeah, as long as it was cleared with the HOA and I could have a vehicle there. And I only work one day a week for her, so yeah, it's not. I, I can't keep it there six days a week. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, that's not conducive. But yeah, that's the biggest difference between brick and mortar and mobile is the time. Yeah, at least for your situation. Yeah. Wait, you. What time you work till? Um, usually on average, I'm home by like three-ish. Um, I work from my first, 9 a.m. is my first appointment. Okay. So I do about five dogs. All right. So yeah. usually I work, when I work mobile, I, my first appointment is at 9 a.m. So I got to show up at 9 a.m. And my last appointment is at four, so I finish around five. So you you think about eight hours, six grooms, seven grooms. Yeah. Like, but it's the after part that trips me up, like filling the truck up, cleaning the truck for somebody else. Yeah. 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 Not like you can't just have like an easy day and be like, I'll get it in the morning. I can exactly. wake up early. I can do it. Exactly. Yeah. So if I that's move the- out of South Florida uh, and go mobile... It'll be fine because I can do all that. Yeah. yeah. And it would be yours. It's different when it's yours. And monthly, I pay for someone to come and deep clean my trailer so I'm not having to deep clean it. See? So, it's a big difference. Yeah. Whereas the last person didn't do that. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, like I make good money. You know, I don't have to work so hard and I'm not making anything. I make, you know, a good amount of money for how many dogs I do. And that was the and whole point. The difference between working for somebody and working for for somebody else, mobile, the average commission is what forty percent working mobile. I can work. I can make the same thing in my salon, if not more, and work less. Yeah. 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 But, you know, it's all about owning your own business at that point. Do my own thing, yes. Exactly. Because working... That's why I got out of mobile. I worked mobile for two years, and I was... I I, I, I liked my my free time. Mm-hmm. I like being able to make my own days off and do what I want to do. Yeah. Like, right now, I can just move dogs around and, like, go on a vacation and not have to oh, hear it with the boss. I She's am always going on vacation. Uh, yeah. If this whole COVID thing wasn't happening, I would have gone on like two and a half vacations by now. <laughs> oh, we just pick up whatever and go, like do something. 
Usually, me and Vanessa will do something on the Everybody weekend. Everybody wants to come to Florida. We, okay, so I wasn't a huge <laughs> fan of Florida. <laughs> like, I thought it was beautiful. We went to South Beach because, you know, you always, you have to go to South Beach. Uh, okay. And it was nice. I mean, we had fun, but we were only in Florida for such a short amount of time. And I was really, really wanting like some good, authentic Cuban food. It's really some, like similar to Puerto Rican food. And yeah. Ugh. I was not a fan. I had thought we could get better Cuban food out here. At least the yeah. places that I went to and which were recommended. And I'm just like, why would anybody recommend this? Like we went to one restaurant. I got a Cuban sandwich. It was blah. It wasn't that good. And then I got tiramis not tiramisu. What did I get for 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 the dessert? I got something. That bitch came in like a little fruit pack. Like, you know, the puddings, like the pudding packs, it was a cake inside of a pudding pack. And I'm like, this was $6. And it was a nice looking restaurant and it was cute, kitschy. And that's what they fucking served me was a pudding pack. And it was disgusting. Like, I tres leches. That's what it was in a pudding pack. South Beach is where all the tourists go. Yes. Next time you come visit, come to Fort Lauderdale. I'll show you around. Okay. My friend. Be a little different. (laughs) My best friend, not my best friend. She's one of my best friends. She, look at the angry face on that one. She's kind of bad. (laughs) (laughs) I've known her forever. And she moved to Florida. I, I can't remember, but I think it's Central Florida. And she's been trying and trying to get me to go to Florida. And I'm like, no, that's where you go and get murdered. (laughs) That's where you get murdered and hooked on opiates. (laughs) You're kind of right. Like, you're not wrong. (laughs) I was like, no. You're not wrong. (laughs) That's funny. But I don't know. And there's bugs there. And... It was. I'm. I'm fine with bugs. I am not fine with bugs. No. Some big ass bugs too. Yeah. Um. So, what grooming conferences do you guys normally do? Do you guys normally go to conferences at all? Mm-hmm. We uh-huh. we go to Super Zoo yearly. Other than this year, because it's that's when it's in Vegas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. We always try to go to other ones, but then we forget to put them like in our calendar and like make time to go. <laughs> But we went to Pasadena this year, and that was... Right before COVID. Yeah, Yeah. right before COVID, and it was interesting. It was a nightmare. Yeah. It was just because it was a lot more packed than we had expected, and then we were talking to some people. I guess they had 5,000 more signups or more uh, more people than they had expected, so it was such a small, condensed area, and... It didn't help that we were drinking, but <laughs> it never helps when you're drinking. <laughs> I mean, it helps kind of the drink. first five you minutes. Have 
You do have to drink. It's like, it's like when we're together, that's what we do. Like that's our thing. And so I I understand. (laughs) Yeah. So we're like so, used to Super Zoo, which is fucking huge. It takes up an, a, a, like almost an entire convention center. So but yeah. Super Zoo has like other shit besides like grooming, right? Yeah. 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 See, that's why I want to go to Super Zoo. But oh, it's a blast. It's a blast. Love it once it comes ah! back. You can drink there. Like they serve our whole thing when we go to Super Zoo is we try and find the free alcohol that they're putting out. <laughs> so they all try to smooth like all the vendors try to smooth like uh buyers and other mm-hmm. vendors and other corporations so, and so we're always trying to sneak into like their sit-ins like they'll have like a con- like a mini conference or a little expo and then they'll have like champagne and beer and shots Wine. and we're like let's just get in <laughs> on this <laughs> so and they're just like showing us new products <laughs> they'll show us new products and we leave Mm-hmm. we're like oh that's nice yeah that's great that's great <laughs> i know exactly what you're talking about <laughs> I, I don't need a, a dog camera what was that one it was one that was like a dog camera we got free tacos and margaritas oh that's we like dipped out hella quick too we got we just got the food and the drinks and we left i don't yeah. remember what that was for i think it was a dog toy in. But it was like it was like a it was Here. like a screen for a dog to like so you can see the dog play. I don't know. It was like a dog toy there. It was lame. Then there was another one that we had to sit in, and I don't know what they were talking about, but they were thinking like a whole bunch of people, and like people came up to the pedestal and were talking, and I'm like, what the fuck are these people talking about? But we were. <laughs> I liked it. I, I liked that one. That was, was all about there. like. Subs- it was all about um, environment. You have no clue. You have no clue. Don't worry. Don't lie. Don't lie. You have no clue. It was good. I paid attention. It was all about, um, they gave us, they kept refilling our drinks. So it was good. Exactly. I was just there for the <laughs> That's important date. part. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the dates. Those were good. Yeah. They had free food, free booze. So we just sat there and listened. And then, but so then we went to our first Barkley convention. And that was the one that was really small. Like, it was small with a bunch of fucking people. Like, yeah. a total fire hazard in my eyes. And it just, I don't do well in small, confined places with a bunch of people. Does anybody? No, no. Right? No. Normal people, apparently. I don't know. Have y'all made it to the East Coast? We haven't, no. No, we we're admitted, trying. Hershey's our big one. Yeah. We're trying to go to Hershey. We, Come on, our, man. Our plan was maybe to go this year, but it canceled. COVID. So maybe next year we'll get the dates and go out there. Because we're trying to add on like a new convention each year so that we're Same. getting ourselves out there with for shit on the table and stuff like that. Yep. But because networking, because we, I, I don't know, I'm in charge of like social media online and I don't do a very good job because I hate social media. You do a good job, don't lie. <laughs> you do a decent job, how about that? Yeah, I'll give myself like a, a 0.5%. <laughs> I mean, like you made it to my small ass, so. Yeah. You, you, you got it, you got a, a, a decent reach. There we go, there we go. I got the luck of the draw. <laughs> but yeah no so we'll see what happens next year um what conventions have you gone to oh fuck uh hershey um 
Fun in the Sun, which is my hometown one. Um, I've made it to... Uh, I, I don't even know what it's called, but it's up in, like, Connecticut, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. Nothing West Coast. Mm-hmm. So I want to go West Coast. Do you have a problem with the West Coast? No, not at all. <laughs> they just have a lot. They have a lot I more, like, grooming conventions. I, I want to go to Super Zoo because it's not just grooming. It's other yeah. areas. Yeah. And, I, and I have a lot of reptiles, so I want to... They have a nice reptile. We also get mm-hmm. a reptile expo out here, too. They have mm-hmm. that, like, twice a year here, too. Mm-hmm. The reptile expo? I mean, we have reptile expos here, but I want to go to Super Zoo be- just because it encompasses more than just grooming. Yeah, it yeah. does. It's really cool. It's so, fun. Uh, and it's Vegas. So, I mean, who doesn't want to go to Vegas? That's, right? that's really why it's our favorite. It's just because Exactly! <laughs> We try to party as much as possible. Yeah, usually when we go to conventions, um, we try and get a gang of groomers that we just meet at the convention and go out and just party one night. At Pasadena, we went a little too hard. (laughs) There's no such thing. thing. Oh, we were a hot mess at the end. There's no such thing. (laughs) Right. I had a blast. It was great. Oh, it was so fun. See? You both remember, so it's a good time. Um, we don't remember. I don't remember at all. I do remember some of it. <laughs> but it was a good time. Some of it was wasted, but it was a good time. So, I had a good time. You know, business, there. that's what it's about, right? <laughs> what? When you own your own business, that's what it's about, right? Like yes. writing off shit that you shouldn't be writing off. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Write it all. Off. Yeah. The alcohol we got. Write off. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I don't want to talk about Pasadena anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Waste of time. Anyways. <clears throat> So, <laughs> now that I've made it beautifully awkward, um, yeah, West Coast, you should definitely come out here. It'll be fun. We'll show All you around. I'll make, I'll make it a deal to come out to the West Coast if you guys make it a deal to come to Hershey. Yeah. I think we can make that happen. Yeah. yeah. I'm down. We'll make it happen. I'm down. I'm waiting for them. Have they released any of those dates yet for the shows next year? No, because COVID. Yeah, fucking COVID yeah. ruins everything. <laughs> but I mean, it, we should make our own like convention. A drinking convention. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's all grooming. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I, I'm, I, okay, I'm a groomer, mm-hmm. and I'm a pretty good groomer, and I'm pretty good at what I do. But I do it for the money. I don't do it for like the fame and the um, artistic ability. No, I do it because it pays bills. Yeah. Yep. I am a groomer because I like it, not because it's fancy. Yeah, it's your it's your career. Yeah. Exactly. It, it, pays, it pays money. My career, I'm, I'm, I'm grooming pet dogs, not show dogs. And I yeah. know that's controversial. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. But 
I I I groom I, I groom because of bills. I yeah. like it. I love it. Would you it say it's a bills. passion? Passion. I mean, it pays the bills. It pays the bills, and I'm able to go on vacation. I'm able to buy a car. I'm able to pay my rent. Uh-huh. I'm able to go on vacation. Is it a passion? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. It doesn't have I, to I'm be. Not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not one of those competition groomers. I don't... I don't, I, I don't see myself being uh, one of those people that's dyeing dog's hairs and... I wouldn't say that it has to be passion. Like, to me, being passionate about what I do isn't necessarily you have to be a competition groomer you have to die for dogs but you can be passionate about being a pet groomer like yeah you can be passionate about what you personally are doing like you are changing people's lives you're changing doggy lives but it might not be on a larger platform and you don't want it to be which is fucking fine you know yeah i'm not I mean, I look, I look at competition groomers and shit like that, and I'm in awe. Like, I, yeah. I don't know if I could ever do that. Yeah, but it's it takes a, it, I, I, I don't know if I could do it either. To be honest, it's seriously like, like I don't know. If I, I tried, do it. and it's a lot of. It's just, I don't know. You just have to be. I don't know. I love what I do, and I don't think I'll ever do anything else. But yeah, no, I don't know about the competing full-time the competing full-time that's a whole bunch of drive continuous learning and like are either of you um uh and what i i don't even know the freaking acronym ng and built whatever certified um, i will still try to be it uh i want a master certification solely for the pay raise so I can charge more. You, okay. Not to challenge you or anything, but you really think your clients are going to be like, oh, she's NGM, whatever, 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 certified. We have a high saturation of groomers out here, and we have actually a lot of good groomers. So I just want that entitled, that, that title just to kind of stand apart. That is hey, it. I'm not. I'm, and, I'm, it I'm, and it's not, and it's it not because sense. I feel like it's going to get me super far as far as like, if I were to compete or if I were to get any sort of, I'm not big on that whole recognition or those, like uh, those brand promotions and stuff like that. I like continuing education. I will always continue my education, but where we live has a large amount of groomers and we have a lot of good quality pet groomers here in Las Vegas. We don't have a lot of show groomers. We don't have a lot of, breed specific groomers it's mostly just pet groomers but there's there a lot of them are on a higher level so i just want to be a little higher and that is it makes sense yeah but uh i'm just kind of seeing whatever's thrown at me and i just go with it i don't i don't see a price difference between someone that is certified and someone that's not that's their that's their prerogative 
Yeah, I think it's all in housing. <laughs> well, I mean, exactly. Like, I, I, I understand you can charge more if you are certified, but well, I'm no, not it's, it's not, not a matter of like, more. it's not a matter of like you can charge more if you're certified. It's not like oh, because you're certified, you can charge more. Vanessa charges a shit ton of money for her grooms. She's a good groomer, so she can do that. And it's not that she can do that. If you're a shitty groomer and you've only been two years in, but you feel confident enough to charge $75 an hour for your your grooms that I particularly wouldn't like, go ahead, charge it. Somebody's going to pay. Yeah, it's just it's that not they're... Not, it's not based on yeah. talent, though, what your price is. Your price exactly. is... Exactly. Your business needs to survive and then you add in for profit yeah i'm just working the system here because there's a lot of people here that like that stuff that like that luxury that that they're getting something that they're not getting anywhere else to be honest there's right. master yeah. I, I know there's master groomers that aren't actually like they're not putting out books they're not they're master groomers and they're not putting out books they're not putting out like the competition quality it's just they got the title and that's their that's their thing if they only want to charge 45 dollars for um a shih tzu that's their thing if they want to do that but my thing is 45 for a shih tzu so that's that's that they can do that but like it's just me trying to market myself a different way here in vegas kind of getting my foot back in the door that's all it is so it's just a marketing and, and thing, honestly right? i just want to yeah. see if i can do it it's kind of a personal challenge yeah i mean my only problem with it is paying 300 and some dollars and bring my own dog to do something i already do every day yeah well, yeah, no, I would. Say I mean, that, like, yeah. I, 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 I respect y'all that have the National Groomers Association, whatever title. I get it. I understand it. I, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't see the upside of it. There's not a large necessity to make money with it. There's not a large necessity. It's not you. Like I said, it's not it's not going to stop me from making more. It's just kind of like a little title because there's a lot of different Personal people goal. out here where we're here, where we're at, right? There's a lot of different people where we're at. And there's people that want that. Where's the title? Where's the certification? Where's that? And I, you know what? I have this certification. I have that certification. And the more we've the more i have gone through these certification processes the more i realize like half of them are complete bullshit true it's and honestly a lot of the information should be free and standard to the community because a lot of it has to do with health has a lot to do with safety and all this other stuff i don't feel we should pay to be honest to certify for something that should be almost like a union thing like in our industry it should be just like part of common knowledge but whatever but if it was free though then anybody could just well i wouldn't say it's free but like you're okay so let's say okay so you learn how to groom right 
And then over time, you start learning how to safely groom. And then over time, you start learning how to properly clean. And over time, you start learning about the importance of vaccinations. You start learning about the importance of drying a dog a certain way or taking care of a particular breed a certain way. Over time, you learn these things. And then our industry decides to like, okay, well, I'm going to put a certification out on how to deal with old dogs. And I'm going to charge people a hundred and something dollars or $50 to a hundred and something dollars for this particular certification. And then you come to find out you go there and it's just kind of like common sense. Don't, don't fuck with the dog so much, you know? that's my point is like if when we're when we're going through the process of just initially learning how to groom we should be getting a lot of this knowledge anyway so i i went off on a rant sorry guys yeah i haven't started drinking yet i don't necessarily i don't necessarily agree but i think you know should just be better educated like yeah if you're gonna pay to be educated as a groomer mm-hmm. are you going to the bathroom no, no i'm going i'm going rooms because it got loud out there <laughs> oh okay well there you go and dark it got loud and dark right <laughs> so i had to find a quiet place that was well lit in the potty um don't up, man. No. No. <laughs> She's right now, guys. I see her. <laughs> We're bearing down. Shut up, man. I'm trying to go out and find a quiet place that's lit. She's trying to take a deuce. <laughs> no, oh. but um your 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 little rant was not um for nothing like i understand what you're saying like i don't i don't i don't see the need to become certified in anything until they tell me i need to yeah i think it's needed why why because we need to regulate our industry as of right now anybody can pick up a pair of scissors and become a groomer like why do hairstyle like I don't want to, I know we get compared to the hairstylist industry, but it's the only thing closest to what we do. And I think we need to have a certain level of education before you can even operate your own, you know, pair of clippers, you know, getting out there into the real world. And why dollars and find my own dog to become N-A-G-C, whatever the fuck the acronyms are, um, just to, to, to groom a dog. Like, why do I have to find my own dogs and pay all this money to prove that I can groom? That, I think, with those types of certifications, I think those are extra. Because to me, what those companies are geared towards are certifying groomers in a show quality now for a base you know so that's something that if someone wants to go out of the education that they've already paid for and gone through and all that kind of schooling that i think us as an industry should form then we can go and be certified through npg ipg intellectual groomers association 
and do those things extra if we want to take that step in becoming a show groomer. But we need to step back from that and create better schools and better education. And I agree with that. Earn okay. some respect as an industry. So that's kind of my thoughts. Yeah, I agree with that. I just don't think that I should have to pay someone to give me a little certificate to say, hey, you can groom. But you're not paying anybody for a certificate. You're paying for their education. Does um, National Groomer and I, I, National Groomers Association? Thank you. It's three hundred and eighty some dollars, and you got to bring your own dog to finish that um, breed cut. Yeah, that breed cut. Like, why? Why do I have to pay them four hundred dollars to say, "Hey, I can make a schnauzer look like a schnauzer"? Well, because you're paying for all that education that led up to it. You're not just what, what led up to it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't go through them. Are you certified at all? No. No. Okay. So no. I am not certified, but I am part of an association. And I what's the difference? Like, what? What? Why? Because I had the goals of. I liked the route that this new association was going. Unfortunately, the company never took off. So I kind of put my money into something that didn't work. Um, (laughs) But (laughs) so it was supposed to be like this huge association where there was videos that they would get big time groomers putting on these videos and educating you. And you were supposed to get like weekly videos. We were part of a community online on this website. And so you're paying for that extra education. If you're wanting to take that step from being just a, not, I should not say just because I love being a pet groomer. Right. Uh, But if you're wanting to take that step from being a pet groomer into the world of competition or just wanting to hone in on your pet grooming quality and setting yourself apart that way and having more of a show pet hybrid style of grooming, you could do that on your own and charge more. But to me, those associations are a step into the competition world because they're driving you to have better quality with all of their education that they're providing you. And they're forcing you to do your research on these particular breeds, on their haircut, their temperament. You're not just learning about how to do a haircut. You're learning about the breeds. You're learning why they have to have those haircuts, even if they're not utilized in that workforce anymore or you know, whatever their were previously designed to be. So you're not just learning how to cut a dog. You were learning everything behind that. You're learning how to do that haircut properly. And 
they provide you with seminars if you're able to go and you get to do those seminars at a discounted price. Whereas me and you would have to pay double that price, you know? And if you don't have a dog, they help you find a dog. So you don't have to just come up with a dog yourself. And they actually help connect you with breeders. And a lot Where of- was this association? This is pretty much all associations. They had kind of the same baseline as all the other ones. Because I had done my research with NGA and IPG. And they help you throughout this whole learning process. You know, it's not just, okay, here's a book, read it. Now you know how to cut this dog and I'm just going to pay you or you pay me $300 for this certificate. There's so much more behind it than just the piece of paper so and it's not something that we all have to do it's a choice and you don't have to be certified but i do think that there should be some sort of certification and those routes might not be best for everybody so that means we need to come up with something as an industry to make it a little bit more easily accessible. And that's where you get grooming schools like Nash Academy and Nash Academy. (laughs) That's the only (laughs) one I really know that it's an actual school where you go to and they provide you with the dogs and they're teaching you how to be a pet groomer. But I think that needs to be a little bit more accessible so that our industry isn't just letting crack addicts literally become groomers. So you think, um, like nationwide there should be a like a a certification yes yeah and the the corporate the corporate entities like really monopolized like the whole there's no way you can be a groomer unless you come work for us situation because that's exactly what happened for me i mean their room is there they're easily accessible yeah that's what it is yeah you know Liz was through Petco. I was through PetSmart. You were through PetSmart. And it's because it's easily accessible. It's, you know, but if we had regulation or some sort of um, certification that our industry had to have those set in place, just like the cosmetology industry does, then maybe it would be different. And then we can still have those extra certification processes. What would be different though? Um, our hypothetically, this is all hypothetical. Yeah, hypothetically, absolutely. Our industry could become a little bit more respected. There would be, you know, there's always going to be accidents, no matter what, in any any industry, but. As a whole, if all the schools were kind of had the same platform, like most, I think all cosmetology schools have to follow a certain um, teaching method, then grooming would be universal across the board. Everybody would pretty much be taught the same thing. We would all be walking out with the same sort of education, which we would hope would be a good education. And then we have to, after that, just like cosmetology, you have to go under a mentorship for about a year or two before you can go out on your own. And maybe we could weed out some of those people who are just not wanting to 
participate in that and actually give our industry the respect that it deserves. True. All right. That's kind Makes of, sense. Yeah, that's my thought process. Makes sense. Yeah. But I do have to be the bad guy and cut this short because we went way over than what I allotted for, for the episode. And we went an hour and I think like 20 minutes. So, and usually our episodes are like an hour and a half. Um. <laughs> they feel good. They feel right? <laughs> so on that note, well, we appreciate you coming on to this. Thank you so much for your story. And yeah. it's so funny. I'm going to like, I'm going to search all the memes tonight. Just so I can. Come on. Yeah. Uh, hashtag four strength and then. You have to be in that group in order to see the 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 full thing. Yeah. Okay. It's hashtag force drink is what everybody kept yelling at me. And I'm like, I don't understand. Yeah, I'll <laughs> find it. I mean I gotta dig, but I'll find it. But it's also Yeah, it's also in our email as well, I believe. So yeah. But all right, well, thanks so much for coming on. I hope you had fun. <laughs> Thank you. I, I had a blast, man. I hope you guys call me again. This is awesome. Awesome. Yeah, we'll pick <laughs> you up when we go to Hershey. Yes. Come on. Yeah, come on. Party. Whenever you make it to the East Coast, come on. Whenever I make it to the West Coast, I'm going to call you guys. What's up? Yeah. We'll be there. Hey. <laughs> all right. Well, have a good night. We'll Thank see you, you later. All right. Bye. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. We surely had a lot of fun doing it. Um, I did want to mention, because we still want to try and help out our black community within the grooming industry, um, kind of get some rise, you know, get us some influencers. Um, I did see that Elizabeth Gibbs, who we had mentioned in the last episode, she does have a uh, upcoming webinar. Um, with Blake Hernandez um, so you can go find that and uh, give her some support so yeah alright well you can follow us I wasn't sure if you had follow up or anything oh no yeah no <laughs> okay um, so you can follow us on Facebook Instagram at shit on the table um, you can listen to us on Spotify, Spotify Google, Play. I, Google Play and iTunes um, follow us there as well and of course share us with your friends and send us your stories because we do want to read more and more stories at each episode um, send them to groomerhumor at gmail.com we always love hearing from you guys um, we'll be back later bye, bye.